You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 28, A Mother of a Loss of a Child. Hey guys, how are you? How have you been? I have been thinking about Mother's Day. You know, I've been thinking a lot about my own mother who lost her daughter due to suicide. And it really got me thinking about mothers and how they feel about losing their child due to suicide and the process of grief that accompanies that and how they're able to get themselves on the other side of grief when you're dealing the loss of a child. And I first off just want to say that those who you who have lost your child, I can only imagine what that might feel like. It, I think for most survivors of suicide who have lost their child in this way, feels like it is the ultimate violation of the rules of life, right? And it feels very challenging for survivors to get through because it is such a, it's such an interruption on how things are supposed to be, right? And so I want you to know that I feel an overwhelming sense of compassion for mothers out there who have lost their children in this way. I am a mother myself and I have children of my own and the idea of losing one of them is just incomprehensible. And so I can only imagine those of you who have lost loved ones in this way, how that could potentially feel. And I feel for you. I also want you to know that I have coached those who have lost their children due to suicide. And there is a way to come outside the other way on over it with hope, with peace, and with looking forward to the future again. And with an attitude that, you know, this experience that I have gone through has propelled me in the future into a direction that I never thought was quite possible for myself. And I want you to know that that is available unto you. Now, you may not feel like that at the moment, depending on where you are, but I just want you to know that that is true, that there is that possibility that you can get there. So, I really wanted to speak on this subject because I think being a mother and having a holiday that recognizes motherhood in general can be such a challenge. And I really wanted to speak to you because this is such a unique loss. It's not a, you know, a loss due to, you know, a birth experience or, due to a tragic car accident or a chronic illness, right? 
this was a loss due to a choice that a loved one made for themselves, right? And I think it's very hard for a parent to wrap their head around that because I think especially as a mother, you feel a lot of responsibility, right? To parent that child, to give them guidance and direction and to, you know, show them, you know, how to deal with life. Right. And when your child isn't able to deal with life and they choose to end their, their time here, it can be very emotional. It can bring a lot of shame and guilt with it. And it's a difficult process for survivors who have lost their child. And so I wanted to, you know, prepare this podcast and speak to that by giving you some tips that I think could be very helpful. Now, I'm not saying that all these tips will help you, but I think they are very important to understand as you're dealing with this and going through the loss when you're going through the grief and when you're coming on the outside, the other side of grief. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. The first thing I wanted to talk about is just this idea that you're not alone. Okay. You might feel like you are, you might feel like I'm the only one. Maybe you've never met anybody who had a child that passed away due to suicide. But the truth is, statistically, there are a lot more parents out there who've experienced this same loss. Just to give you an idea, if you look on the web, it tells you that the suicide rates are for 15 to 24 year olds, 11.59% in the year 2020. Okay. And so, I mean, we're looking at a high number of young people who are dying this way. And if you're looking at ages 25 to 34, it's 15.13%. And when you're looking at 35 to 44, you're looking at 16.62%. And so when you're looking at these kind of numbers of people who have died by suicide, right, you are going to find that there's a lot of parents out there who have lost their child, whether they were a young child or a middle-aged child or, you know, an older child, but either way, a parent losing a child, the rates are significant, which to me shows that when you are dealing with, you know, trying to wrap your head around that and feeling like you're very, very alone in that you might be the only one, that's not the truth. There's a lot of other parents who are also going through the other experience. And I think it's important because I feel like when you realize you're not the only one and you're not alone, it helps you to understand that this isn't just something that says something about you as a parent. It says something more about that. This is a problem, right? That, that there are younger people who are dealing with struggles, right? That are, you know, 
focused on, you know, whatever it is that's going on in their lives that will perpetuate these suicidal thoughts and suicidal tendencies. Okay. So I think it's really, really good for you to understand that you're not alone and that, you know, there are other support systems out there. You, there's a lot of groups you can connect with that can be a great source of, you know, being with someone who has experienced the same type of loss that you have. And so I think it's always great to, to go after those support groups. They have those on social media as well as if you look in the different foundations for your different states, right. For survivors of suicide loss. So I highly recommend seeking those out because that just helps you to understand you're not alone. The second tip that I want to highly recommend for survivors is just simply to get the help that you need. Okay. Now I know as a parent, sometimes you feel overwhelmed with other responsibilities. Maybe you have other children, right? Maybe you have, you know, a job that you're working. Maybe you're, you know, trying to just, you know, get through all the day-to-day stuff that you, all the have to do's, right? All those things that you feel like you have to do. And I think it's really important to take some time to really get the help that you need. Because frankly, if you're not getting the help that you need, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be as good of a parent as you could potentially be for your other children if you're not taking care of yourself. And I know that sounds, you know, redundant maybe and super cliche, but it is the absolute truth that you really need to get the help that you need, you know. Maybe it's finding a therapist, right? Um, if you haven't done that for yourself, I always highly recommend that because there's a lot of, you know, help that you will receive that with that. Maybe it's, you know, finding a friend, right? That can help you, right? You know, whatever it is, even maybe finding a support group that you can kind of become a part of, you know, you you need something, an outlet, a place to go to really process the experience you've gone through. The next tip I want to suggest is really allowing your friends to provide some support. There is something about having your pain witnessed, right? And Friends do a great job at witnessing your pain. It's a very powerful way to overcome the pain that you're experiencing, but it's also, it also helps for that pain not to be so overwhelming because you will get through it. Okay. You will get through the pain of that. But I think it's so important to have someone by your side. And here's the truth. Your friends, and I've done a whole podcast on this, you know, sometimes they don't know what to do and they don't know what to say, right? But I think just allowing them to do something for you is important to them. They really need that. They really need to be able to contribute to your loss in some way because there are so many times they don't even, they don't even know what to do for you. Okay. Because they haven't experienced it. So just allowing them to be there is huge for them. Okay. And for yourself as well. All right. Another thing that I think is 
really important is just allowing yourself to get back to your regular routines in your life, right? Whether that be going to the gym or maybe it's a class you're taking or maybe it's your education, maybe it's it's some work thing or some something of that sort, okay? I think having a good routine really helps a lot, okay? And I think this routine should really have pieces to it where you're reconnecting with yourself, maybe in a spiritual or meditative way. I also think that, you know, taking care of your body, okay, is also important. Making sure you're eating nutritious foods, drinking water, some form of exercise, whatever it is that, you know, you enjoyed before, you know, even if you don't have the energy to do it for that long, just taking a step and just doing, you know, maybe a five minute walk, right? Maybe just even just going outside is huge. I think it's a huge, important part of, you know, getting, getting your heel, you know, getting yourself back to where you were by just allowing your routines to come back. Okay. Another tip I want to suggest is that it's okay to smile and laugh. Okay. Like there are so many parents, especially who have lost their loved ones in, you know, the people that I coach or the people in the support groups that I participate in that really feel a lot of guilt, right. Of laughing and just enjoying their time and enjoying a day. And, you know, I want to say that allowing yourself to do this is not only important, but it's critical. You know, I think it's critical to accept happiness after death and just allow yourself to laugh a little, not take yourself so seriously or the situation so seriously, right? I mean, it's a challenging, it's challenging to do, but you know, you don't have to constantly be proving how sad and how devastated you are. I think everybody would agree and understand how sad and devastated that you are, that you've lost your child. Okay. So I feel like having minutes and moments where you can just laugh and smile and enjoy something and just giving yourself the permission to do so is huge. So I highly recommend that. Another thing I want to suggest is to not try to spend so much time in the what ifs and you know, wondering if you could have done something different or if you could have said something different. I mean, there's really no point or really to agonize over the reasons why. Okay. And because a lot of times when you're spending all that time, you know, wondering why they chose that, especially as a parent. Okay. It's only going to direct all of those questions to the emotions of guilt. And I have to tell you that guilt and shame are probably the least productive emotions that you could have. Okay. They don't help the situation. They certainly don't help other loved ones in your life. And they certainly do not help you. Okay. So I think spending a lot of time agonizing over it is going to be not 
very useful. Okay. I think you should really not spend too much time sitting in that place of all of the reasons why your child passed away. Okay. You'll, you'll probably come up with a lot of possibilities. You'll probably come up with a lot of scenarios, a lot of different stories in your head, but you'll never ever come to the conclusion as to why. Okay. Cause this is just an impossible question to answer. So I would just say, don't spend a whole lot of time there. Okay. All right. Another tip I want you to really understand is that you are your child's mother and you may have questioned that because, you know, after they passed away, you wonder if part of your identity has gone with your child, especially if, you know, you lost your only child. Okay. And you wonder if that means you're still a mother or whatever. Well, the answer to that is absolutely. Yes, you are a mother. It doesn't matter when you lost your child, even if you lost them in the womb, you were still a mother. Then you're still a mother. Now, just because the person that you lost is no longer with you physically. The bond you created from the short time that you were connected with them created this identity of motherhood. Okay. No matter how short lived it was. Okay. So I think, you know, always remember that you were that child's mom and that just because your child is no longer with you, doesn't make you lose any piece of that identity, that that identity is yours and you should fully keep that as part of your identity. You were that child's mother. You still are that child's mother. You will always be that child's mother. Okay. All right. So finally, one tip I want to share with you for that is Realize that your child did not take their life to hurt you. Okay. Now I know that there's a lot of mothers out there who, you know, maybe didn't have a great relationship with their child at the time of their passing. Okay. And it's hard for you not to go there with your thoughts to think that, you know, maybe they were doing this to you. Okay. But here's the truth, okay? Your child didn't have a bigger picture, okay? They had more of what I like to call tunnel vision in that moment, okay? They simply just wanted to end their pain, okay? They didn't, my guess is they were not thinking about you or what you said or what you did or any of that, okay? because they were so focused on the pain they were feeling that they were truly just trying to end it in some way. Okay. So I think it's really important for you to understand that and know that, that your child wasn't doing this to you. It might feel like that at times and it's totally okay. And it's totally normal to experience those emotions. But I think it's important to recognize that your child wasn't doing this to you. They were doing this out of the pain that they were feeling. Okay. So these are the tips that I highly recommend. If you're a mother who has lost their child due to suicide, 
to use. I hope they'll be super useful for you. I know that it makes an impact for survivors who do use these tips in order to help them as they are processing this loss in this way, especially to their child. So I hope it'll be super useful for you. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I hope you really do enjoy this Mother's Day holiday. And hey, recognize that, you know what, you are this child's parent, even though they have no longer, are no longer with you, that your relationship still continues to carry on because your relationship is truly in the memories that you have shared with your child. And just because they're no longer with you in this world doesn't mean that you can't continue to be their mother. And that's it. So thanks for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox.